And it's not too early to talk about retreating instead of rebuilding after Cyclone Gabrielle, according to an environmental engineer who helped move an entire Australian town to higher ground after catastrophic flooding. More than a dozen people died when a metres-high wall of water flooded Grantham, west of Brisbane, in 2011. A swift decision was made to up sticks and essentially move it up a hill with the help of government and council funding. The rebuild was complete within a year. Here, people living in the West Auckland beach settlement of Muriwai are facing an uncertain future, with many homes red-stickered, and it's the same for flood victims in Esk Valley and other areas in Hawke's Bay and Tairawhiti. Environmental engineer Jamie Simmons was project director for the Grantham Move. He's in Aotearoa right now and reckons the retreat conversation needs to start sooner rather than later. Look, I think, you know, in my experience, uh, people need to start thinking about it pretty early on. Uh, When people get hit by a disaster, and certainly in the case of Grantham in Australia, um, they're really hopeful for answers quickly. And you have a fairly short window of opportunity with those people to, um, to pull them together and help them out. So I think uh, although you need to focus on the uh, the recovery efforts, of course, early on and the response, uh, having those conversations early, particularly internal to maybe councils or, or government, having those discussions, figuring out a bit of a plan, and then getting in front of the communities that are willing and interested um, as soon as you can. I, I don't think there's any too early necessarily. It's just about whether a community is prepared to have those conversations. You would have seen some of the pictures. You're in New Zealand now. Mm-hmm. Are there areas that you have noted where you think, wow, retreat is absolutely necessary there? So I haven't really uh, sort of looked at it from that lens. I probably came here more for, for, for some other reasons. But um, in my experience, yeah, any anytime you have a situation where – uh, people are people's lives are in danger in particular uh, you're having to do rescues and 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 people could potentially be traumatized for life for these sorts of things I think it's something that is is good to consider in the case of Grantham we had a significant loss of life uh, we had people being pulled off a of roost with helicopters and and probably some similar situations to what New Zealand's experienced over the past few weeks uh, in those cases, uh, you know, when, when people can be heavily traumatized, I think those are situations where communities might want to be, um, might want to look into the relocation. That was certainly the case in Grantham that the community really stepped up and wanted to be a part of this uh, before we really had a plan in place. Looking at Grantham, I think it was interesting because obviously community members were offered an opportunity to rebuild on higher land, on Mm -hmm. higher ground, and there was land available. Some of the areas that have been hit in New Zealand are very unique coastal communities or they're highly productive horticultural land, and there's not necessarily a like for like. So how do you get around that? Yeah, it's a really difficult question. I think... For, there's always there's not a one size fits all. You know, there's always a case of uh, how does this community want to respond, and, and what things do they need to get them through it. Uh, so, in the case of Grantham, we didn't have the answers uh, when when the disaster hit. We didn't have a plan. So, if you ask me in the days and weeks after Grantham, 
uh, you know, how are you going to do this? I, I wouldn't have had an answer for you. But what you do is you find those opportunities. You, you find those opportunities that can, can move the community forward. So there was land and grant, and we identified it, and we went ahead with it. Other communities may not necessarily have land available that's, that's suitable, but there might be other options available to them. And those are the kind of things that you've really got to get in the weeds and, and really talk to the community. You know, that's the most important element is listening to what they have to say because they've been living there for a long time and they may know things that you can't pull off of uh, Google Maps. You know, um, you've got to be responsive to their needs. I looked at your timeline, and I think you'd rebuilt within a year, but the actual land swap, that, that was offered up within months of the disaster, right? Somewhere like four months. Um, that's, a fast, that's a fast turnaround time. Yes, yeah. We, we had our, our first ballot to allocate land about six months after the flood. Uh, and we had workshops with the community to, to master plan the new site uh within about just over two months after the flood so one thing that we recognized is communities that are willing they will do anything to move forward and we would book master planning workshops and community workshops you know we would do three of them in a week because that's what the community wanted they wanted to move forward they wanted to step through and uh, when you have a community like that and you have leadership up the top that the mayor out in Grantham was was a very strong leader, and uh, that was Steve Jones. And when you have those elements that are so important, um, you can move very, very quickly. Uh, it's it's it, but you need to be able to respond to that community. So you need to be able to understand what they need, and then you need to deliver. So who pays, and where is the line between personal responsibility and the collective bearing the cost? In terms of who pays. I think we've got to get to a point where we realize, you know, everybody pays for it anyways, regardless of the response that you choose. Uh, manage retreat just sort of forward, uh, you know, brings that brings that cost forward. And that was how we sold it to our levels of government in Grantham is that, well, do you want to keep pulling people off of roofs with helicopters? Because that gets very costly and, and it's not good for a community. So that that's how we weighed it up. And I think... In the years since, uh, Grantham has flooded a number of times, but uh, the response there has been minimal because we've, um, you know, we've dealt with the issue. Hey, Jamie, before you go, how many calls have you had from New Zealand mayors or government officials or councils wanting to have a chat to you? <laughs> yeah, Here well, in it's New interesting. Zealand? Yeah, we, we, I, I didn't, I had planned this trip before Christmas, and I wasn't expecting to talk too much about managed retreat, but uh, there's been a lot of meetings that have popped up uh, in the short time that I've been here since um, I've only been here for a few days, but since the cyclone, there was certainly a lot more interest. So, and, and I, you know, I'm happy to talk to anybody at any time about my experience and if it can help communities anywhere in New Zealand, I'm happy to have that chat. Environmental engineer, Jamie Simmons.